know, people say, we believe in God. Well, that's good. It's, you're on the right track. But remember what Matthew 7, 21 through 23 says, not everyone that, in that day, not everyone that called unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. But he to do it the will of my Father in heaven. Many shall say to me in that day, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? You know, preaching in Jesus' name. Didn't we cast out devils in your name? Do many wonderful works? He says, then will I profess unto them. And this is many of the so-called believers. Yeah. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So you got a lot of religious people saying they love Jesus and everything. He doesn't even know who they are. But we're casting out devils in Jesus' name. Yeah, probably the devils had to leave because it was Jesus' name, but you don't, he doesn't even know you. And so remember when the sons of Sceva oh, yeah. with Paul, they said, Paul, I know, and Peter, I know, but who are you? <laughs> when he was talking to that one guy who's trying to cast out devils. And uh, what was his name? Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, in the book of Acts. Uh, Agabus, or maybe something. Anyways, he was uh, he casting out devils, and the devils were talking to him. Yeah, we know Paul, Peter, and all these other guys. Who are you? <laughs> and uh, jumped on him. And, oh, I yeah. mean, um, it, it's crazy. So the spiritual is so much important than the physical. And that's what I want to focus on. You, I don't care. Last Good. week. Last week, you were talking about how important it is to know when you were saved. And could you could you elaborate yeah. on that some more? Well, you know, in John 3, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. Now, Nicodemus was a Pharisee, uh-huh. and but he was really curious. And later on, you'll see in the book of John that he was there with Joseph of Arimathea, and they, they got the tomb together and and Nicodemus kind of pleaded also to get the body, and Joseph of Arimathea gave the tomb. Um, he was a rich guy. And Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, and curious. He came to him by night because he didn't want anybody else to see him. And yeah, he was a he says, um, <laughs> Yeah, he goes and says, um, well, he was a Pharisee. Oh, and uh, okay. he says to him, he says, he says, uh, Jesus first just got right to the point. Nicodemus, except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. He goes, what? Born again? I'm old. Do I have to go back in my mother's womb again? He goes, no, no, no. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That's the physical birth. But that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. So it's a, just like you were born physically, I was born on August 9th, 1957. I have a birth, or I maybe not remember the date, but the event. And that was November 12th, 1978, I, at 3 a.m. in the morning. I remember that because right afterwards I wrote that down. In fact, the people that led me to the Lord told me, write this, write this date down, don't even forget it. And so I never forgot it, so wrote it in my Bible. And, and so you have a physical birth, you have a spiritual birth. You don't necessarily have to remember the date, but the event. I remember when someone told me the gospel, I believe that gospel. I believe that the Messiah came. He, he was our sacrifice. He shed his blood for me. 
I couldn't do it. And it was a one-time event, according to Hebrews 9 and 10. And he sat down at the right hand of the God. He died, buried, and rose again, conquered death so that I could. And when he conquered death, he paid the price for my past, present, and future sins. And that's why it's a real mockery to say, I lost my salvation. I can't get it uh, back again, or I have to ask for it. You can't do that. Hebrews 6 says, if you could lose, it's a hypothetical situation. If you could lose your salvation, then he'd have to be come down again and be re-sacrificed because the first sacrifice wasn't good enough. It would bring him to an open shame. Mm-hmm. So this hellish doctrine it says, you saved, you can lose it. It's like saying, I'm born physically. My sons are mad at me and they renounce me as their dad. Well, we won't do any good because we can just do a, in this day and age, a DNA test and they'll find 23 chromosomes that are mine and 23 from their mom to prove that I am their dad. And it says in First John that we're born of God because his seed remaineth in us. Yeah. It literally is the seed of God in us when we're born again. And that's what differentiates us from others. So I um, tell people you have to remember an event. When did you hear the gospel? You didn't wake up one day or go to a Christian concert and walk away and say, oh, I love Jesus now. I want to be on his side. Well, wait a minute. Did you hear the truth? Did you did you pray and call whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord? shall be saved? When did that happen? And and there's no other name given among men whereby you must be saved. When did you call upon that that king of kings and lord of lords? And he'll he'll keep his promise. Yeah. He'll save you. And so um, I tell people just basically what Jesus said. You must be born again. And it says born again by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever it says in First Peter. Not of, born again, not of corruptible seed, which is physical, but incorruptible seed by the word of God. And I'm taking all the way to heaven or all the way to the judgment. I'm taking that promise. Otherwise, God's a liar. We know it says God cannot lie in Titus. Mm -hmm. And um, so in hope of salvation, in God who cannot lie, promised before the world began. Yeah. And that's when one of my books is about um, the plan of God for the ages that I'm writing. That's beautiful. That, that's another, that's another thing God did since I've been in jail. He's, he's let me write two or three other books. How can people get a hold of your books, bro? I, you know, I when I send these links out, when I send out, and I apologize, I didn't send this one out until late last night. I woke up, I had built the letter, but I I woke up late last night at about, it, it, it came to me, I hadn't sent out the letter, um, the invite for this segment. It's funny, about that time, I was praying, I said, Lord, I haven't got my invitation or my information to, to, to tomorrow morning, I wonder if it's still on. And I was just getting ready to write you, uh-huh. and boom. It, it popped up at the same time. That funny? I, was, I was in the bed sleep and I had, and I woke up. It was three <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> it was it was it was it was about that time of year. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wake him up. 
Yeah, we can't bum out of bed. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what I've started doing is I take my battery out of this cell phone and I put it in a different room now, and I've been having prophetic dreams again. You know, so I'm just I'm I'm just really amazed at what God is doing in this day. God well, let me ask you this: If you yeah. you want, are you doing the protocols? I'm doing. I've started going the protocols. And and you know, yeah, I didn't. I haven't varied from what I've been doing. I'm st- I'm I'm drinking it like every every four hours, not every hour. And but um, this week I'm going to really clamp it down more, and, and I'm getting I'm getting a, a lot light. of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people report to me they start dreaming as they cleanse their brain and the nerves and the, uh-huh. they start dreaming when they they never dream. I had one guy here in jail. He came to me in the morning and goes, Mark, I go, what? He goes, you won't believe this. I said, well, probably will because I hear that a lot. Uh, he goes, no, I never dreamed in my life and now it's like going to the movies when I close my <laughs> eyes. I'm like, great, man. He was like, I can't believe it. But he, he did the three-week detox and cleansed a lot of things in his brain and uh so that might be exactly what's happening to you might uh-huh. not be the phone it might be the detox going on okay yeah it but i i've have but, i'm not uh, having any 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 um adverse activity i'm not because you know, you're not, going slow uh-huh. yeah you're going slow like you're supposed to this is what they hate us about as we clean people's bodies out, they think clearer. It affects, it says in in Third John, I always read this to people, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. So your spiritual man is prospered. Mm-hmm. It affects your physical health and your physical um, well-being, as well as your well, you prosper. You prosper physically. You prosper mentally. You prosper spiritually. And and they they tie together, bro. Yeah. As we clean the bodies out, the temple that we live in, God says, "Don't defile it. Keep it clean." And as we do that, it makes it even better for us spiritually. And uh, they hate this. The devil hates what we're doing, hates it, and threw us in jail because of it, because of the truth. Just like he threw Jeremiah in jail and others because they spoke the truth. Um, remember when, when uh, Paul was standing in front of Agrippa? And uh, I've been there. I've been to that exact place where that court was held in um, Caesarea. Uh-huh. And... Um, he said, you know, I wouldn't let you go. You didn't do anything worthy of death or anything. I wouldn't let you go, but you appealed to Caesar. Well, God wanted him to appeal to Caesar so he could go to Rome, Paul, not Peter, and live in a house for three years and build a church. Uh-huh. He didn't. He had house arrest. I can't get house arrest, but he got it <laughs> back, back <laughs> 2,000 years ago. And... Um, 
he was able to build a church. He had fellowship with people. There was a big community of Christians that grew because of Paul being there. After he died, they cut his head off. There was a time period, they said, it during the Colosseum and the gladiators and everything, where they pulled the Christians out, they'd catch, and they'd feed them to the lions. Uh-huh. And they'd see groups of families come out, and they'd bow, and the lions would come out and rip them to shreds. But because of their faith, because of their peace, there were spectators in the Colosseum that were so much impressed and felt this power of God there that they wanted to be there next time. I'll make a stand, too. Look at the peace they have as they're dying and being ripped apart. And, you know, they they said, uh, I want to be next. How could, you know, can you imagine that? The power of God that was there at the time yeah. among those believers as the hungry lions came out and ate them up. Horrible situation, but God um, got the glory out of it. And other people were willing to do the same thing and stand for Christ. Because you know they had heard about it. You know these Christians, what are they doing? They're meeting in the catacombs. They got this design like a fish. And that's where that came from. They put a line, a curved line uh, above the bottom and another curved line above the top. And that was to tell the other believer that you ran into, yeah, I'm a real believer. So they had this code. It was a fish, just two lines made this fish. And that's where it came from. And they found that all over the catacombs in Rome, they had to go go in there to preach and hide among the dead because, uh, you know, they, they knew secret passages and things. And um, so God's going to get the glory, bro. Oh, yeah. The, the um, God has you there for a reason. <clears throat> but he, he can open those prison gates at any time. You know, he's... he's oh. I have people that don't even know me, <clears throat> that don't even know me writing me and say, Mark, I heard you about your situation, and I literally have had dreams about you and your sons going free. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> that coffee. Get a glass of water. Um, so I was, uh, wow, thank you. That's encouraging. I've had those same dreams, too. Yeah. So uh, in the last days, it says in Joel, God will speak to men through dreams. Dreams and visions. Is what he, yeah. What he's so I don't think it's I don't think it's weird. I think it's prophecy being fulfilled out of Joel chapter two. Yeah. But even before that, in the last days, he would speak to Nebuchadnezzar. He'd speak to part of his wife. Um, he'd speak to not part of his wife, Pontius Pilate's wife. He'd speak to the king of Pharaoh to tell him, "Hey, don't you take Sarah as your wife? That's someone else's wife." That's Abraham's. He didn't tell me that. He did it in ignorance. He was mad at Abraham for saying it was his sister. But Abraham really wasn't lying because it was his half-sister, uh-huh. Sarah. His father had another wife, and Sarah came from that. And it was literally his half-sister. Uh-huh. And back then, basically, they did that. Yeah, And it, it tells it in the scriptures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah We're looking at Adam and Eve. Yeah, I, and I think Isaac Isaac married a cousin. His his yeah, his a sister. cousin. But Abraham married a half sister. Uh-huh. Same father. Yeah. And uh, so you know, God can do whatever He wants. And people think, well, you know, this man's been divorced, so God can't use him. Well, go to go to Isaiah fifty-one. Yeah. God says, "I divorce Israel." 
God is divorced. Yeah, God he divorced had, Israel. I think he had one one prophet marry, marry a prostitute. Yeah, hey guy. Yeah, he God said, "Go marry a prostitute." I can't, I can't do that, Lord. What would the brethren say? What would the brethren say? I don't care. What the brethren right. say, "I made those brethren." God He's listening to me. To do. He sure can. He's exactly. <laughs> That's what's cool. Brother, That's what I love. We're gonna, we're gonna, it's, it's moving up on one hour. We're gonna meet again in a couple of weeks. Is it all right? Yeah, every two weeks. Okay, good. Every and two I'm, weeks. And I'm, I'll make sure that I get the letter out early and often this time. Okay. Yeah, you asked me about the books. You have the link to that. Yeah, the, I've uh, got. I'm going to put um, those links. Printshopcentral.com. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Give it to me again. Well, if you have it, I'm going to read it now because I always forget it. But the books are found in the, the print shop. Basically, they've been nice enough to, they know I'm in jail and they're still printing my books. I and like it's, they're in those links it's that dumb. I sent out. You know? Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. yeah. I'll make sure. W, 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 yeah, make sure. Uh -huh. There's ebooks also and there's a donation site. And, God's been using all three of them to keep us, um, basically, the five families that are affected directly, um, keep everybody's rent paid, everybody's food in the bellies. I got 15 grandchildren, bro, oh. 15 grandchildren. Praise and uh, baby's been born since we've been in jail. We've never seen five grandkids I've never seen since I've been in jail, wow. been born. Uh -huh. And... Uh, I'm not saying that to make people feel bad or I'm sorry for me. I'm just saying, it's just a fact. I want to get out and see them. That's you know? right. That's I want to hug thing. them. That's a good thing. The, the, <laughs> God's, uh, God's having us. I'll, I'll make sure that I've got the, those links. I'm going to look through the links that I send out in the letter. And, oh, um, let me ask you this. Did you get the link oh, of yeah. the to doctor carry? I interviewed with? The doctor I interviewed with the other day? Uh-uh. Um, I'll send it to you an email because I can't send it to you right this minute, but Dr. Lee Merritt, Dr. Um, Merritt. really good one. We were two hours, two hours talking okay. and, uh, she just put it together, edited it. I'll send it to you as soon as I get off. Okay, buddy. Okay. Thanks, bro. God yeah, bless everyone. Alrighty. You have a great day too. All Take right. care. Bless, bro. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, man. Take care. Bye.